Don't text me with your green bubble. AKA, I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, could all the hoes say J U Ice. Young Caesar, cause you know you can't roll without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. AKA, if you see me in a room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? Yo, what up? This your man, Dane, three underscores, three, one, three. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. Hi, Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The Lakers store legend. The corner store conquistador. And your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruff and other shop talk podcast, because you know who they came to see. Not you, Otis. Gets no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't, put the boss in front. Bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's fucking go. Episode 300 on you hoes. 300 of them things, man. Salute to y'all, man. Shot Talk Podcast, 300 episode. All that sleep shit y'all be on, man. Happy 300 episode. Keep turning that shit. Podcast guys, D Rick, Laffer. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Couldn't say it better ourselves. Oh, this shit brought a tear to my eye when I got the video around now. Man, this shit is fucking crazy. It's love. Like it's the love real. is for real out there. Man, man, a couple weeks ago I posted the 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 love is so real that the hate is irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? I was up in here finishing up some sessions and shit when you sent it to me. Um, I just seen the joint. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh shit, that nigga didn't put the... I, I didn't know what it was, so I started playing in this shit and I, heard, I seen the music. I'm like, alright, uh, he probably about to post this shit to the gram. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was at first. And then I started seeing I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, hey... Hey man, <laughs> you know. and then while I'm watching it, then I start seeing, then I get tagged, and I see all the shit going online, and everybody start tagging. I'm like, yo. So, so I got a little backstory, and we and we got to do our intros just because it's 300. Yeah, but I got a little backstory. So shout out to Glam. Uh, she had let me know that it was everybody's plan to start kind of like flooding the timeline around noon. Mm. That's why. Because I'm sitting, I'm at, that's usually when I take lunch. And I'm like, why the fuck my phone going off so crazy? I'm thinking like there's something in my phone that wasn't supposed to, you know, one of them type of posts. But no, nah, it was everybody posting the video. And I ain't, I ain't going to front, man. That video made a West Side nigga shed a, a genuine tear. Man, it really did. Cheyenne said she knew I was going to cry, but she was right. Like, I be, I was moved. I mean, how could you not be? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I mean, we say that shit all the time, but man. It's been a labor of love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, and people like really been fucking with us. Man. It feel like 200 was just yesterday, and that was damn. That was the day that COVID broke, so yeah. that was 2020, two years ago. It's damn near two years, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, crazy, man. Shit, almost it's it's February now, so yeah. I mean, it was March. It's, it's damn near two years, two years to the to the nose. Like that's fucking that's fucking crazy, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. 
you know, I was listening to uh, the first episode today, right? Right. And I always say that, and I go back and listen, but I never make it past like the first three or four minutes because it'd be for me like it's cringy. You know what I'm saying? We just didn't know. We just I'll didn't you, know. I'll tell you what the uh, um, you know, in fact, I'm gonna play the, the a little bit of the first episode because I said we wanted to start this one with the old intro music. And it has the old intro music. Okay. Okay. Um, but like the the reason it was cringy at first, because like there was it's one part specifically, and I just I cringe every time I hear it. And I was explaining like, yo, what we gonna hear uh, during a podcast? Like, gonna hear some brilliant talk, some idiot talk, because I was listening to the brilliant idiots yeah, at the time. Man. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, ah, I just, I just, I listen to that and I cringe. Everybody needs a blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. needs one. Yeah. But our show don't sound like that. But no, like, because that was so, that was so much in my mind at the time. I was like, ah, but I, so I say that to say, I start listening to the whole episode. My nigga, it's not as bad as I thought. Shit was really good. Okay. Like the shit was really good. I haven't listened to it in, in years. You know what had just happened after our first episode? Taxstone event, the shooting, that shit had just happened. Okay. We talked about it then. That weekend, that Sunday, well, that weekend, the Pulse nightclub shooting happened in Florida. Um, we talked about that. Uh, I was on my conspiracy shit there early. I'm like, damn, I've really been on this shit the whole time. We started talking about the, uh, the election that was coming up. Uh, we actually talked about Joe Biden. And how we like forgot that he existed um, on the presidency and shit. Fuck around four years later. Well, six years later, this nigga the fucking president. We was talking about like, yo, that nigga kissing babies and cutting ribbons and shit. You Being told, the vice president. You told me that the vice president didn't live in a White House. I was like, I never thought about that before. But why, why the president and his wife need a <laughs> fucking roommate, Jay? But like, I literally never thought about where the niggas lived at. I'm like, I feel like you about to tell me he don't live in the White House. He lives in an, an observatory, yeah, not too far from the White yeah, House. You didn't know that word at the time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but you know why they live apart. Yeah, because like, nigga bombed that bitch. You can't lose two niggas. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Kamala lives in the observatory. <laughs> I don't know where does she live at. She live in the the, the multiverse. <laughs> um, anywho, man, let's. Uh, I mean, if y'all been rocking with us since day one, uh, then y'all know what the old um, what the old intro music used to be. You know what I'm saying? We're so proud of this music. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> um, did we ever get like a a uh, like a, a notice to take it down. So why do we switch? Oh, I, you know, I, we switched it because we own from the Detroit. Music. Yeah. So. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. 
a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. if you see me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man, Dang. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It is episode 300. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Yo, man. That deserves an on you hoes also. (laughs) On, on you, you hoes. Um, yo, man, just shout out to uh, Cheyenne and Macho who put all that shit together. Man, man. Macho looked good. He lost a lot of weight. Yeah, the man. homie lost a lot of weight. All that fucking water and all that working out. That nigga. The water check every day. Yeah, man. He My, putting in that fucking work, dog. And shout out to Cheyenne because I heard she was the brainchild behind this whole thing. You know, she wanted us to have our flowers or we could smell them. And, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that more than Rob Silver made an appearance. Yo, I thought that was the guy that was teaching the niggas how to stop the, the guns <laughs> when I first saw it because it went so fast. But then I, when I went back and watched it again, I heard the voice. I well, said, no, the, that's Rob. Yo, Rob, this is the first time you've been on Instagram, man. <laughs> Rob, just a Twitter nigga. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't tag because I was trying to tag everybody yeah. on Instagram, but Rob don't have an IG. Well, shout out to Rob, dog. I, I'm sure he would show some amazing stuff from New York. For sure. Rob, I'm encouraging you to get on IG with us. Yeah. I'm encouraging you. Uh, I'm going to take a trip out to New York, man. I love New York. You know, I got a lot of family in New York and Jersey. My cousin gives me an extremely hard time that I've never brought my kids out to Jersey mm. to meet that side of their family. So, I mean, God willing, and it's COVID clear up, I'm going to try and get me and the kids out there this summer. Man, I ain't been in, to, to New York. I don't know. I fuck around. I've been like... 1990 or something. Though. New York is one of my favorite places. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't like rats. It's a lot like of it's a lot of rats. Rats the size of raccoons and shit. It's uh, a lot of rats, and they big. They big and aggressive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really made for that type of shit. You know, we got our own troubles here in the city. You know, what I'm saying stray dogs and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's a bunch of stray dogs in New York, but I think the rats is because the rats kill the strays. I'm just being honest. A pack of rats can take down a dog. Oh no, man! I know you don't like. I know that's probably hard for you to stomach. I don't know, but it, man. a small dog is no to I mean, a the, pack. The dogs that be roaming Detroit don't necessarily be small dogs. That's that's it's different. a bunch of. It's the like pit bull capital here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I think a pit bull would be like, where they at? That's different. Pit bulls are made to hunt small. Pit bulls are made to hunt rodents. Yeah. Anywho, man, how, how was your week, my brother? <laughs> Let's just get this shit started early, man. Man. Shit, Jay Johnson was right about. The anthology. The, the anthology. So I get on this podcast pretty often, and I say how scheming is a victimless crime. Mm. Nobody gets hurt, mm. and the bank could give you your money back. Mm. Victimless. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up early. Because I get paid on Thursdays. I wake up early just to check my account, see how much the Lord has blessed me, and make sure my payroll check, everything looking right. Because my check was a little light last week, but I forgot I damn near didn't work like two days. So, I mean, you know, shit happens. But I got up early to check my check 
to check my check. And when I log into my mobile banking, my account look a little light, <laughs> look a lot of light. I, I'm not gonna put the amount out there because I said it to I've been I said it to a couple people and they was like, why are you just sitting around with that much money in the bank? Be, because I save, but they took a significant amount of money, and you know now I'm having heart palpitations because I'm like because I'm going through my you know I'm going through my transactions like. Did I sign up for auto pay somewhere and I didn't mean to? Because Comcast got me like that this month. Mm. I didn't know that I signed up for auto pay when I made the payment last month. You know, they'd be like, they put the yes and the no in different places. So you'll be like, yeah. yeah. Do you confirm the payment? It, it, Comcast got me for the auto pay because I went to call my Comcast to make a payment. And I said I had a zero balance. And, you know, Comcast, if you own money, them niggas coming like they don't they don't. They don't fuck around. They want all their money. I don't live in a, uh, a Comcast serviceable area any longer. Okay, well, just to let you know, they want all their money. So I found out Comcast is on auto draft. No big deal because I had planned on paying it anyway, so I already had the money budgeted, but it was just a surprise that they got me before I wanted to give it to them. But anyway, so I checked my account. is a significant amount missing. Now it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking for shit like this, the bank is open 24 hours. There's somebody I can talk to. Well, I mean, it's not like the credit union I was working for where you can actually have 24-hour access. You feel me? They, I, I owe them some money before I can open my account back up. But I'm going you know, to do the right thing. But anyway, so, I get, so the bank is not open. I'm calling them at 5 o'clock in the morning because somebody stole my money. And they call us in and don't open up till 7 a.m. So now I'm just heart beating, sweating, hoping that niggas don't take more. no more no more money out of my account. So I froze my debit card on the mobile app. I mean, it's good for that at least. But then come to find out the niggas took it straight from my bank account, mm. not through the debit card. So mm. so they got your account number, router number. Yeah, so that wouldn't that wouldn't have did shit. So anyway, when the bank finally opened up at seven, you know, I talked to Gerald, who's from India. And I try and explain my plight to Gerald that, you know, somebody hit my account, but the brother was very helpful. He's able to get my account frozen. And we learned together that they made what you call ghost deposits. Yeah. One day somebody put a penny into my account. A little test deposit. Two days, two days later, they put 30 cents in my account. Amounts I wouldn't recognize as I use my debit card all the time. Food, gas, DoorDash, you know, just regular people shit. So, like you say, test test deposits, make sure the account is live. Thursday, right before my direct deposit hit, they took the money out of my account. So, thankfully, my direct deposit hit, and I still have some dollars in there. I don't know if they're going to go back later and try and wipe me out, but I still had a couple dollars in there. Man, that shit is, um, man, that's one of those things that uh, you'll feel the effects of that months down the line because I don't know about you. I don't even, and this is a sad case. I don't even know how many people got my debit card number, how many services I didn't put yeah. one there. So like, you may get everything together. You got your new car. Now you got to reach out to all these different places and shit, and you forget that something is on auto pay or you or they're gonna pull it. And now 
something ain't happening that normally happened, it's be like, oh yeah, that that payment it actually didn't go through three months ago, and, and not like, yeah, what, what the fuck is going on here? Apple, DoorDash, you know, Amazon, everything is connected to that old debit card. And then it's like, what well, today's the fourth, so niggas is still, you know, got a couple of days to pay that rent from the first yeah. and the mortgage from the first. So like, say, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna wait until. Uh, the fourth, I don't get a late fee until like the seventh or something. I'm gonna wait till my check on the fourth so I can go pay my my mortgage or some shit. And then your money gets snatched, and you gotta wait say three days. So if you set a credit union, you gotta wait ten business days. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yo, I gotta wait ten business days for me to get my money back to pay my rent. But like, well, what about the the late fee that you're gonna get? And and like some apartment complex and shit like that, they'll tag you with a fee every day. Yeah. Yeah, they will. $30, $75, $30 every time after that. Like, nigga, please. <laughs> you might as well get the pink slip ready. Because, <laughs> like, what did you? But, like, hey, man. It ain't. And so I had to face that reality, like, yo, I got bills I need to pay, and now my account was frozen. So, like, they gave me a new debit. I went to the bank because I had to shut down the account. And I'm sure all of that is part of the fraud protection and shit, mm-hmm. too. So I went to the bank, shut down the account. And I went to go use my debit card because I figured they would just automatically transfer the money over. Nope. Nope. They don't. I used to I used to take escalations from people that be so upset. Like, well, you called us, told us you got fraud on your account. We shutting your shit down no matter what. Like, but I got a payment coming through. Can you open it back up? No. Like you said, it's fraud on there. Now, if I open this shit back up, and as soon as I do that, a nigga snatch all your money out. Then you gonna be wanting us to give you like no, we shutting this shit down. So in that in that in between process, you don't have access to your funds. So luckily, the the nice young lady at the bank was able to unfreeze my account for like thirty seconds, transfer the money over, and freeze it right back. Yeah, I used to do that shit for folks. So they'll be like, "Well, call me back, and while you at the ATM, call me, and while we're on the phone together, you do your transaction, and before we get off the phone, I lock your shit back." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So she did one of those deals for me so I could have a little cash to walk around. And then I realized I don't I don't keep cash on me. And like for situ- like literally when I left out of the bank, I went to go use my debit card because I didn't have no gas. And if the the gas station wasn't close to my bank, like I'd have been fucked up. So I learned a lot of valuable lessons this week that maybe Jason is is right and scamming is a victimless crime until you the, the victim, victim of the crime. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I learned my lesson on that one. Yeah, man. Sometimes and you know what? Let's just say that the scam happened at a store that you frequent all the time. They done been fight me tooth and nail about that charge. Like you go you 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 go to Foot Locker all the time. We, we see you buying these Jordans on, you know, every other Saturday or some shit. Cause I remember one time a nigga was so pissed at me because like he tried to buy like four pair of Jordans, which was in the whatever the system like cut that shit down because they thought it was fraud. Yeah. And he lost his place in line and he was like, Y'all gonna fix this? I'm like, no, sir. We don't got a secret number to Nike to get you your uh get you your shit back, my nigga. It's just it is what we, it is. We'd rather protect you and apologize. Because you'd be mad as fuck if that wasn't you and we allowed eight hundred dollars to go through in your shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga was hot. Nigga was hot about them J's. Or you use your car at a spot that's been compromised and we know it's compromised, we gonna turn your shit off because y'all nigga the the, the gas pump that you went to, five other niggas got hit there, and you like, why y'all keep turning my shit off? Cause you in unscrupulous places <laughs> and shit. I mean you want me to leave that shit on? 
Like, I mean, what you want me to do? Yeah, man. So they t- they told me like five to s- five to ten business days before I see my bread back. Yeah. But luckily, I get paid weekly, so I ain't gonna be out here dying. But I really want that money back. I just want my money back. But scamming is a victim. <laughs> is so they just they just did a withdrawal. They did like a transaction somewhere. They just did a withdrawal. Yo, man. That, see, when they got your a user your your account number, your router number, them be the re- like if it's a debit card transaction. But when they got your yo yo shit, don't let them. If they have your pin number, it's damn near you never getting that shit back. It's like all right, so somebody stole your shit and they got your four digit pin. Nah, that's too big of a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? But like that should be that should be tough. You know what I'm saying? They well not tough, but they don't they don't get that shit back immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like I I didn't got got from like Chase. Chase was pretty cool. Um, I got my shit back. I don't know like the next day. I think I hit that Bank of America. Um, Got my shit back that same day. I know the I know the motherfucker that got me at Bank of America. It was a fucking dollar store on 12 Mile and Evergreen and shit. The second I used that motherfucker, by the time I got home, they was on me. Damn. I'm like, nigga, I don't never swipe this car. I'm like, oh, and I started to go back up there, but I'm like, yo, it's not gonna end. Oh, with y'all me. cracking cards. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't even he he used a, you know how they got a register, and then he went over to the side and used another. I'm like, oh, nigga, it's you. Like it's not a person. It was you. Yeah. I'm like, if I would have went back up there, it would have been an issue. So I'm like, I'm never going in that bitch again. Or if I do, I'm playing cash. You know what I'm saying? But I'm never going in that motherfucker again. The one right next to the the, the you buy, you fried <laughs> spot. Yes, I know it's going to be a minute before I get it back. So, Oh, man. I'm sorry that happened to you, though. You know what I'm saying? Lesson learned. I, I can't even I'm not, I can't even gloat on some, on some shit like Lesson that. Lesson learned. Cause I've been there twice, you know what I'm saying, and it's it's not a it's not a not a fun experience, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shit, Jay was right about. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a couple uh couple notes that people sent in, man. We're okay, gonna, we're we gonna, gonna play Professor Summerall. Uh oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and listen to that one. Bring that one up, actually. Y'all thought y'all wasn't going to see me. I couldn't miss 300. I had to be a part of 300. Man, shout out to Jay and Dame. Um, shout out to Shop Talk Podcast. Shout out to Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Congratulations, fellas. Um, as always, the third member of the Triangle Offense, a.k.a. Curve Gotti, a.k.a. Uncle Marcus, a.k.a. Um, Mark Homie, a.k.a. Um, your favorite teacher's favorite teacher, uh, again, congratulations, guys. Pour up, celebrate, um, party responsibly, uh, drink responsibly, um, and don't get nobody pregnant tonight, man. Word up. Oh, I try not to. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Uncle Marcus. Uh, I want out- him to change that to Mr. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, shout out to my, my brother, Ant. Um, you know, you can't bringing a bottle of Bel Air. Shout out, Ant. Uh, we love you. Of champagne and I, I really thought it was going to be a cold forty here, and Ant told me that if I didn't, if I don't drink this, to give it away to a child. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Macho just sent in uh, some shit there right now. Was go good, Macho. Shop talk three hundred. Yo, that was my YG. I'm about to say that's YG. I, I didn't yeah. even rehearse that, uh, so if it ain't perfect. Fuck it, deal with it. Yo, bros. Yo, man, 300 in. 300 of them things. Salute. Congratulations. It's your man, Macho, out here in this Vegas sunshine. No jacket on. You know, I feel real good. But wow. I just wanted to send y'all some love, man. I appreciate y'all. Um, and I wanted to give y'all a few of my favorite shop talk moments and uh, all right. segments and all that shit, man. Like, um, 
first I want to talk about like y'all uh y'all guests, man. Y'all do a great job selecting y'all guests, bro. Everybody from Sugar Ray to Marv Neal, Officer Hollins, and my probably my favorite guest y'all had, Clemmy, man. Clemmy's mm. dope, man. Such a dope artist. He's one of my favorite uh musicians right now too. So I appreciate y'all for introducing me to his music, man. Um speaking of music, Dame's music pick of the week, man. Like, yo, that's a staple, man. And I listen to damn near every music pick. Like, yo, that's a that's that's something you, you own to something, brother, with that music pick of the week. Man. I appreciate it, Courtney man. Courtney Bill, incredible album, D Rick, Violent Giant, man. It's just like every week you be hitting me with something and it's always dope, man. So Jay, we need to bring back whose bars is these though, bro. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you did. Matter of fact, we finna do it right now. Whose bars is these? Yo, was classified as the bastard who died. Rumors say I came back alive with an axe to attack. He's acting like my passion is to capitalize. Come to my hood, you get jacked for your ride. Catch you from the passenger side. My words turn to sea red like the eyes of a wheat head. Y'all peep my lead and hide like Easter eggs. You don't know who bars those is, Jay. But y'all, you got to bring that Yo, back, that man. Kinda fire, Some of my though. favorite episodes, episode 133 with Violent Giant. Episode 227 with mm. Violent Content. I PC. think y'all could have won an award for that, man. That segment, y'all broke down to Breonna Taylor. Uh, I listened to the episode recently and everything. How y'all did that, Jay? Y'all, y'all, y'all was yo. That was one. That was like one of my favorite. Y'all had me on the episode, episode two twenty eight. Um, and y'all man, <laughs> y'all promote good products, man. I seen Supreme. He's got a customer for life. Um, in the video I did, I had some of his products up. Uh, Genius Denim. I had his bucket hat on. Um, shout out to Barry. I had his hoodie on in the video. So man, yo. Shout out to y'all. I'm down for 300 more. I know this was long pause, but shit. I'm Mach, baby. <laughs> we family. I love y'all niggas, man. Peace and love, family. Mach, we up, love bro. you too, man. man. We appreciate that voice note. That's fucking amazing, dog. Um, uh, I got a couple. We gonna, I'm going to do one more, then we'll, we'll, we'll do some more later and shit. Okay. What's up, Shop Talk Podcast? It's your girl, Nene, a.k.a. The Don's Mom, a.k.a. Big Sister Gorgeous One, a.k.a. The Beverly Hills B-Girl, where B stands for Bronco, Benz BMW, Bass, Bengals, and a pair of bars. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to say congratulations on your 300th episode. Keep inspiring the culture, guys. Love you, Jay. You too, dang. Peace. Nene, we appreciate you. Oh, I wasn't man. I wasn't expecting yeah, her to break it down like that. Do it eat, but, but fucking intros, I, and I love B girls, by the way. I do too. Um, that's fucking dope, man. Uh, it's been a cool day today, dog. It's, been, been, it's, it's it's something it's something that's been settling about the day. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what we was really gonna talk about, but I knew like 300 is, is just special. It's a testament to how long. The love that we put into it, the care that we put into it, the dedication. You know, it's funny. I was at the barbershop last week with my sons, and uh, Tone told me. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Mike, you on the pod, man. You live. Episode 300. Don't say nothing wild. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I was call it's crazy. I was calling you on a Friday night about a damn computer issue. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> What's good, my nigga? Thing I know. <laughs> Episode 300, man. What you got to say, man? Give me some intros, man. Man, congratulations, man. Y'all uh, 300? Y'all some Spartans. What's good, Mike? What's up, Jay? You all right? This is, that's, this is Dame. Oh, damn. Y'all sound like on 300. <laughs> Y'all niggas even trying to sound like. No, nah, what's up, Dame, man? Congratulations, man. Y'all done 
made it. Thanks, man. You got to come back through them. And we got, we got to do an episode with the girls. What girls, nigga? I don't got no hoes. Come on. <laughs> Your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all daughters. Oh, man. Oh, man. We got to get money off the phone, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the same answer. Let's definitely do that, man. Okay. All right, man. I hit you up shortly, dog. Okay, y'all enjoy, man. All right, man. Love you, Beasy. I know y'all doing something for 300. Y'all got to throw up 300 shots. Come on now. Hey, yeah, I hit you up shortly, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that one went a little off script. We we should have gave m- money a little bit more of a buffer. <laughs> you threw that nigga right on the hot mic. Oh man, hey, unpredictability. You never know where it's gonna Probably go. My phone at seven thirty on the Friday evening. Like, come on, man, y'all know I pop. I'm a, we only been here, bitch, every Friday for the last three hundred weeks. You know what I'm saying? What was I talking about? I had a story going, and then we answered for money. Oh man, I fucked it up. I mean, it is what it is. If it's meant to be, it'll come back to me. Yeah, uh, yo. So you said I was like, yo, this week been good. Uh, you said today has been um, like a like a somp. I know what I was talking about. I was in a barber shop. Yeah, and Tone said I give you too much credit. Like, oh, you know this Jay thing. I just he's like, you kind of responsible for where y'all at too. Hell yeah, and I am. So that's just all I wanted to say. Shout out yeah. to our mutual barber, Tone, keeping us crispy. Hell yeah, week in, week out, and that's taking my, them appointments. Yeah, that's my brother. That's Pete's brother. But that's like, oh, I didn't know they was blood related. Yeah, it made sense. I seen them on like some vacation pictures, and I'm just like, I guess they real cool. No, that's his actual brother and shit. So it makes sense now. Yeah. Like I just saw the rapport amongst them, and I was like. You know, you could tell with somebody cool. I'm like, these niggas must go way back. Yeah, they go way back <laughs> the to the birth. same house. <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, I've been fucking with, with 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 Tone since you know even before I was going to him for his yeah. barber. And his other brother used to work in a barber shop. So either one of them used to cut my hair. Okay. And then I just started fucking with Tone. You know, what I'm saying exclusive. So shit, I've been getting my hair cut from Tone for 2006, okay. maybe. You know what I'm saying? Long, long time. Tone had a nigga up front in the shop once. This is before, like, you sent me there. Yeah. I just went there on my own one day. And Tone used to have a nigga. Damn, that was a lot of spit. But Tone, pause. But Tone used to have a nigga that sat in the front chair. That nigga fucked my line up so bad, I wanted to fight that motherfucker. Yeah, Waves? Nah, he was a bald, dark-skinned nigga. I didn't go back for years after that shit. Oh, I'm not sure. Because, like, after they got that shit, I don't know about him, but... uh. The two, it was two, uh, I think it's Wheezy. He was up front. They got their own shop down the street, but he was kind of cold. It was Wheezy, Black, and Dre. And, He's definitely a black-ass nigga. Uh, Could have been Dre. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was holding on. I was holding on to my hairline around that time. Yeah. And he fucked my shit up. And I didn't go back for a while. Then you sent me, you know, we had made the connection. You sent, And I had seen Tone or... I feel like I've seen him or met him before, but like when I finally, when he finally cut my hair, like the banter was like real familiar, like somebody I knew. Yeah. So I mean, I was. Yeah, we gotta do an episode from 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 Tony Rome. Oh, he be down. I know he be. Well, down. Sure, shit, I, I I seen he had a somebody did a, a comedy show in that motherfucker. Somebody had a live band, did like a little tiny desk in that he bitch. Said, and he shit. said he like Crimson Alchemist coming there and rock one Saturday. Matter of fact, that's probably who it was. I drove by that day. I mean that because you know at night. That's all you can see. Yeah, he, probably, he yeah. said he said she had that bitch rocking it. Hell there. yeah, I'm, that's low key. That's his because um, when they were on the show, that's all they all. That's also family. You okay, know I didn't know. Didn't that's know. little cousin. That's, okay, that's little cousin and the the non manager of 
uh, a cousin, and uh, so yeah, that makes that makes. Oh, they all sense. family. Yeah. So when he was like, "It's a family." <laughs> Y'all done bamboozled me. When he says, "If like," because I didn't. I mean, me and Pete go back since sixth grade or some shit. Uh, like when he say, "No, this is fam. This is like real fam." Actual blood. Y'all done bamboozled me. I don't know if you would. You must wasn't <laughs> Maybe paying I wasn't attention. Paying attention. <laughs> I, I, I when I saw the pictures of like I said, Pete and Tone, I'm like. Well, they just go way back. So we travel <laughs> together and some shit. Like, I know niggas get cool with their barbering. Like, my old barber is like family. Man. He may not cut my hair no more, but like, I love, like, he family. Man, it's so wild. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, because I've really been fucked with them niggas for like a long, long time and shit. Uh, Pete's sister stay around there. I remember, oh, I can't say that out loud. Ain't got nothing to do with his sister, but something happened in front of his sister's house. Okay. And I, I, I can't say that on the pie, but it's been a long time. All right. It's been a long time. So, look, man, this week, man, it's been a lot of um, interesting things in the news. Let's 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 unpack some of it. Um, Whoopi Goldberg um, was suspended by ABC um, from The View. Let me see if I can find her actual uh I've been taking it down. They have? Yeah. It's hard to find now. You might find it might still be a link or two up for it on YouTube. But I went looking for it on the gram and I couldn't find it. Let's see. My words upset so many people, which was That's just the apology. I I want the apology. So um so ultimately she says something. So I think the issue is this. They were having a conversation. Because I'm going to talk about the Whoopi Goldberg shit, but I don't want to talk about it, so to speak. They were having a conversation. There was two things I want to speak on. She, they were having a conversation about a, a particular book being removed from like a school district or a syllabus or something like that. Uh, um, the Michelle Obama book was removed from a school district because the parents didn't want white children feeling ashamed after reading the book. And for 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 some reason, um, a conversation about race happened, and I think she was trying to say like, "Yo, this not about race." Um, and somehow it got to like the Holocaust wasn't about race; it was about um, it was like a crime against humanity, and like it wasn't about race because like these were white people doing these things to white people. It was like religious persecution um, and such and such, and like that set people. Um, in an uproar. Well, that's, I don't know that it actually set people in an uproar. None of the shit that anybody ever says about that particular community is an actual uproar. Um, but everybody is so fucking shook um, that they make it a thing. Right. And like, you got to just come out to chastise them, even if you don't even agree, because everyone's just running deftly afraid of the boogeyman. Um, but I was just confused as to, as what was the issue with factual statements is that that is a protected class of people that you just can't that is one of them unwritten rules one of them backroom agreements it's just a, a protected class that people don't go against but and, i and didn't see rate, anything that was against it though you know what i'm saying like i can see if you, you, you're diminishing the impact of what happened how by saying by diminishing it to your opinion that it is a crime against humanity for for them, that's a crime against humanity. But for them, that's like they're 
I don't want that might be insensitive. It's a very sensitive topic to, for that community because of what their people went through. Well, what about and, the well, slavery? That's a, a very sensitive topic to it, us. It, it is a very sensitive topic, but we have not collectively come together and said, yo, when people talk about slavery, we're going to press them. Like, that's that's not the collective energy. We're still accepting. Because I don't of, want that to be a thing either. But, but still, we're still accepting of our pain and anguish being pressed in front of our faces. We're accepting of that. We're, you know, they made the one movie, Schindler's List. And There's like, been a ton of movies about the Holocaust. I'm, I'm it's just like, saying. It's, it's tons of movies about the Holocaust. It's just a protect. Look, man, it's just a protected class, and they don't want you. They don't want you speaking on them. They don't even come out at. They don't even come out as individuals and speak about it. So they don't want us speaking about it. No, they they come all. Yes, they do. Never forget. That's what they say. Never again. Never because they don't want any. They don't want this to happen again. Six million. Never again. Like it's not like a secret. It's not like no. They got they get money from the government like it's they got fucking institutes of the whole nine. But what I'm saying is. Where was the statement that went against it? They said this wasn't bad. That it was this- just whoopee speaking on it. They don't want they don't want somebody outside of their community speaking on it. Well, you don't own the English language and you don't own you don't own my thoughts. You don't own my opinions. But when they're the button pushers behind closed doors, you can't when, say that when some because that's offensive. Because like when Jay-Z said, you know, um, such and such and such and such, they came out and said, no, you can't say that because then that makes it seem like we're the ones pushing the buttons and controlling the country. And that's that leads to us against persecution and such and such. You can't say that. Because last time I th- last time I checked, this was America, correct? Yes. Right. America, where you have freedom of speech. Right. As long as you don't talk about Jewish people. So is Jewish people as in so is Shine Jewish? I know that he was practicing a, a branch of Jew. See, the thing is, I think a Shiite my, Jew, if I'm correct. So, in my opinion, it seems like some two things going on. You claiming a religion and a race at the same time. But which one? Because I can become Jewish. That can be my faith, my religion. That doesn't mean that my family members went through the Holocaust. Right? Right. Like, it's not like closed off. So if, if that's the case, then only quote unquote bloodline people from Jew from 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 that bloodline can ever practice Judaism. That's not true. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, are, are, are you talking about the religion or are you talking about your bloodline? I think people are more talking about. Well, see, the thing is. Huh? I don't know. The, I don't the, know. The, the, the other thing is like you can't pick and choose which one you want to be. It's like, so is this a race or this a religion? Oh, you got to. So oh, it's both when it comes to you because Christianity, you can be black and be a Christian, correct? Yes. So the, the issue is, and when I've seen people arguing back and forth online, I've been going back and forth for conversing, um, having discord with somebody back online for a couple of days and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because 
what you what some people are confusing is race and ethnicity. So when she says, yo, this can't be racist because these were two groups of white people killing each other. Like this was about something else. It wasn't about quote unquote race. I, I get what you said. This was about uh, religious persecution and about how somebody, how and the crime against humanity. No one, no one disagrees that this is a crime against humanity. So people start mixing ethnicity and race, right? right. So a white man from Scotland and a white man from England are both white people, but they have two different ethnicities. So if Scotland and England is beefing and they don't like each other, is that racist? Like, cause y'all, y'all from the same race. Now that's what she said. So somehow they took it as, well, I think you're discounting my pain and struggle so I want our pain and struggle to be lit. Like we in the, the oppression Olympics again. Cause what I, what I see happen a lot is. Some, I'm more oppressed than you. Someone will say something. And instead of you reacting to what they say, you say, well, that's basically like you saying something else. Let's not talk about what I'm basically saying. Let's talk about what I actually they, say. They, they, they twist the statement in order to give cause for what something, something different that they're yeah. feeling. Was this not a crime against humanity? Absolutely, it was a crime against you. Was these not two groups of white people doing this to each other? Well, one group doing it to another? Like, that's a fact, right? Now, I get that um, the words that, that Hitler, I don't know, if I, he was trying to get his master Aryan race and whatever, whatever, but, like, race and ethnicity aren't the same thing. It's nuanced. But to, 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 to say, yo, you're wrong, you've offended us, because you tried to point out the different, because the, you pointed out not even in, not even intentionally that the the difference between race and ethnicity. No, we want this to be a race issue. Why? Why? It's semantics. Motherfucker did some horrible shit. Yeah. Because he was a horrible person and he persecuted you for a, a litany of reasons, all of them bad. But if you don't say the type of bad I want you to say all the time then you are disrespecting me and you got to get off television. How dare you? Like, what kind of shit is that? Because every time we start talking about slavery, right? Well, slavery didn't just start in, 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 in 1555 or 1619. Slavery's been around since such and such and such and such. Are y'all canceled now? Oh, you can, you, can, you can say that, well, the type of slavery uh, that y'all was in is not the same that was from the Bible. Like, that's a fact. Chattel slavery that we experienced from 1619 to 40 years ago, <laughs> or currently, uh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Um, it's not the exact same right. that was in the Bible. What, 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 what was what we knew as slavery then? So yeah, two things can be true. Like, but like to 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 quote unquote cancel people, and no one can ever say anything. Everybody got to kiss the fucking ring. As if someone meant you harm by saying that. And it's what even about I was we was making they, another point. They are minimizing your freedom of speech. Yeah, you got the freedom to say what you want, but but they're making the consequences of that freedom so rigid that people will be scared to speak out. And you know what I think, you know That's un American. It is, but we talk about like the metaverse, you know, we've talked about it like the past couple of weeks. You know, the metaverse reminds me a lot of demolition man. And, and the fact that they're creating this safe haven. Like one day words 
certain words are going to they're they're not going to take away your freedom of speech, but they're going to ostracize certain words so much that we just may lose them from the English language. In Canada, there's certain words that you can get arrested for and fined for. Misgender somebody, you can get a fine and possibly go to jail because you said she was a he and he was a she. Ain't that? Canada is a strange place. Free health care, but you can't have no guns. Every place that ain't got guns is strange as fuck. And I'm not, that's not even like a, a, a joke, but once the country, wherever, wherever the place is at, if they can't protect themselves and they have to do what the, the government tell them to do, it's a strange place. I don't want to be there. It's a strange fucking place. <laughs> I don't want to be there. I just don't like the fact that, like, it is what it is. Like, what's the... What's and it was a black woman saying that. Like, that's that's the... that To me, that's really the underlying issue. It was a black woman saying it. And, Amer- and America doesn't love black people, and they don't love and revere black women. Plain, simple. It's so the gavel for me on that Everybody shit. wants to go and, oh, you don't know, you need to be educated. Why don't you read the the... The, the secret relationship between blacks and Jews that was by that by that the the nation of Islam placed together. How about reading that? Because and that was not someone's opinion. That wasn't like Farrakhan went and wrote some shit. That was all quotes uh from Jewish scholars. Like so these not my words. These are y'all rabbis and y'all everything and these are legal documents so the secret relation between relationship between blacks and Jews but you can't how do you I'm a race and a religion depending on what the topic is I don't, I don't get it I don't think it's fair and I think it's offensive um, if everyone's going to be offensive by what somebody said I'm offended by what ABC did I'm offended that on damn near the first day of black history month you ostracize a black woman and suspend her. I don't like it. Nah, ABC, I'm straight on y'all. And then follow up with a a, a, a fucking a special about the the assassination of, well, the exoneration uh, for the assassination of Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. I ain't watching that shit from ABC. Fuck, I'm gonna watch that for it. I don't want to see it at all, honestly. Nah. Netflix put 12 Years a Slave back on. In February. <laughs> I feel like that's racist. Like, you know, but so the the, the thing is this then. Fine. Y'all want to define rules. Y'all want to put different things in place. Don't say shit to me about nothing about black people. Don't say shit about slavery, about nothing. But we, have to, all, we have to all collectively have that same energy. Well, the energy starts here. Okay. The energy with me. And ain't even all collectively. I, let me read some of this shit. Just enough of us to be forceful got to have that same energy. Let me read some of this shit. It's interesting that this is part of the problem. The same people that say race is a social construct try to be gatekeepers of what is considered to be a race or not. They just want control of the conversation. I thought race was a social construct. Oh, it don't exist. But when somebody say it was a crime against humanity and not about race, nigga, it's about race. Well, I thought y'all said it was a social construct. Is it, is it a thing or is it not a thing? Another thing that I want to talk about. It is a thing. Racism is a thing, Jason. I'm saying race. They say race don't exist. It's a social construct. It's not a real thing. No, race is definitely a real thing. 
we're all different. Race is a real thing. We're more than just the human race. Well, they say that, you know, you got a different color skin, a different phenotype, but we, we all the same person. Continue on. I don't, please. That's what they say. But it's, it's who, very. Who is they? Who is they? The eternal they. Who, who, who else is saying that we have to use different pronouns? The they who says racial is race is a social construct. The they. The, we, the are the they we are the they. Here's another thing that I find interesting. We got to figure out if young children are impacted by what they read in elementary school and what they see on television or not. You can't have it both ways. I provide an example using this whoopee thing. Now you say they wanted to get the Michelle Obama book out because they didn't want their children um, thinking it was their fault or feeling bad and things of that nature. So you mean to tell me that what your children reads in school has an impact on what they're going to be in the future? Is that what you're telling me? And, and it changes their personality and what they think of themselves as? Because that's what it sounds like if you want that book removed, right? Okay. Now, when teachers or when parents go and say, I don't want you teaching my, my child about sexuality or that homosexuality is right or it's a choice or all these different books because this I don't. This is alternate thinking. No, no. You're going to be born. You're going to be born this way no matter what. You, you can't be changed. If you're gay, you're going to be gay. It's not, it's not a real thing. You're not going to read. A child won't read anything and change his life based upon his read. Which one is it? Either they're going to be young and impressionable and all the information that they take in can dictate and change the future of their lives or it's not because it can't be both. Maybe they feel their minds are only strong enough to handle certain subjects Oh, they, or subject matter. They can handle sex, but they can't handle race. They can handle whether they attract. There, there's to, no race. We're all the same thing. Like, come on, man. There's no race. We got to we, we got to like, come on, man. This is clear. Like, pick a side. Which one is it? Either they're going to be young and impressionable and you can mold their minds when they're young or, or it's not a thing. Fuck it. Let them do it. Let them read the Michelle Obama book. Fuck it. Do critical race theory. It don't matter. Whoever they're going to be is who they're going to be. I think you don't you, think I'm just asking your opinion. Did you think the things that you learned in school molded you to be the person that you are? Uh... Or were you destined to be this version of yourself I have either no way idea. it go? I literally have no idea. What's so interesting, because I was just tweeting a couple, couple before, before we started, and I was like, man, a lot of times the people that shaped your life and the reason that you are who you are right now, them niggas have no idea. Like it could have been a dude that you seen down the street with the fly car and you wanted that shit and you changed and you... You went every you did everything you do to get that. Like that person that you seen in that, that fleeting second. Like when I saw my uncle throw a jelly bean on a, on my grandma's carpet and smush that bitch on some LL Cool J shit, that was the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I've loved hip hop ever since. That shit was all in three seconds, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember that one. But what else did I did I did I see earlier? Subconsciously that you don't even yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like the kids don't like my cousin G, he only a year older than me. When he used to hang out with his friends, 
a year when you young a year is a long a big fucking time yeah him and his friends was fucking cool they was listening to jay-z uh imaginary player and all this shit so they was listening to it i start fucking listening to it like it be so you take in so many influences that really do shape and change who you are you may see when you when you you may be fucking in the farmer jack with your mom and you would see a, a, a grown man walk by a nigga could be looking cool as fuck in a silk shirt or some shit and that shit was dope as fuck and now you like silk shirts like that's why I it think take, cool it is take you to a place yeah oh I think cool is like this that motherfucker ain't never never knew you was there but he didn't this person can shape and change your life so when you say do you think what you learned in school shaped change your life Probably. It absolutely does. You know what I'm saying? Probably. You know, I, I'll i be honest. When I have to multiply something, I still think of the way that I learned from my third grade teacher how to multiply like shit. Yeah. And it's still like that connection still registers to me. I hated reading books in school. You know, I knew we had to do them for English and shit like that. But I remember the first book that I read in high school that like something like a light flashed on as I was reading the book, it was things fall apart. Mm. Like that's one of my favorite books. Yeah. And I remember like reading it and like wanting more from that book. And because of that connection, you know, I got back into reading. I wanted to, you know, gain knowledge or read for my own entertainment or, or things of that nature because of that moment. Pizza changed a lot of niggas lives. Nigga what? With the book it program. Nigga what? Like in real life in all those books, I used to get these shit called highlights. You remember that? Magazine? I remember highlights. Yeah, used to get highlights. You know what I'm saying to the crib. That shit probably changed me. I don't remember none of them stories, but at the time, I was in that motherfucker reading that shit. Yeah, man. Like all that shit matters. Get that free baby pan pan for reading a book. And it's like, man, all the stuff that we that these children take in and absorb. If you can understand that, and you don't want them to ever think that white people were bad. And white people did bad things to black people. So we're going to get rid of critical race theory. Then you go to court and they, they'll snatch that shit out of school. But a motherfucker can't even tell you that this was a crime against humanity when it was actually a crime against humanity. Yeah. Like Geneva Convention, the whole like this literally was a crime against humanity. And we're going to we going to we going to play the semantics game. But no, nigga, say it like I said, you want. say it like I want you to say it. That's basically what they're telling you. Like. I don't think she minimized that shit at all. Like they just—they don't want a black woman speaking on that shit. It's not her place. It's not her place. At some point, man, we got to stop bitching up because this idea of yo, man, we can't change it. Where, means, when, and how, though, Jason? It—it it starts with individual. Individually, stop hoeing yourself. Every time somebody do something wrong to you. You don't want to speak up because man, they ain't gonna they can't do nothing. I ain't gonna change nothing. Every single person thinking I can't change nothing. Shout out to um the, a lot of shit going on in the NFL this week. I wanna talk about it. Brian Flores. Yep. Like, I'm tired of y'all niggas hoeing me. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of y'all hoeing us. And nothing ever changed until you change something. Yeah. Like cat the the playing field is not even for African American coaches. They are not getting the same chances and opportunities 
that their white counterparts get when it comes to these head coaching vacancies. They don't have no problem making us a coordinator, you know, defensive specialist, special teams coach. Those positions are also hard to come by. They are hard to come by because there's only – a vi- the the workspace is very limited because of the number of NFL teams. I mean, it's, it's it's just a very small community. But the thing is, there are a lot of qualified black coaches. They get one opportunity. You never see them coach again. And the the reason I'm I'm connecting these two things together is specifically when you say, well, when and how or how and how. It's like, yo, we can't keep accepting the same thing and hoping for a change in the future. Because yeah. no one's going to come and give it to you. Right? In, in some regards, Brian Flores has made himself the sacrificial lamb. 100%. Colin he, Kaepernick did it first. Yeah. And it was like, yo, this year? They just recovered from Colin Kaepernick. This year. Yeah. That was, it was in 2018. Took them four years. This year is the first year that they, 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 they uh, I think they said this year was the highest rating for NFL in like the history. Remember, we, they couldn't even get black people to perform at the Super Bowl. Yeah, this year we we so back that we got Kendrick, we got Dre, Dr. Dre, we got, Snoop Dogg. We got a we got a fully black because we had to start doing work in 2018. Mary J. Blige, Eminem. We had to start doing work in 2018 to appease a culture that was like, "Yo, we tired of y'all shit." Is this is this really gonna be like they throwing us a peanut? You know. Thank you for coming back. Now look at where you, look at what we'll give you. Two weeks ago, I watched the, uh, some games two weeks ago. It's the first time I watched football in four years. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. I just I, I was like, no, nah, I don't need it because I, I can't control nobody else. All I can do is control what I do. But I'm happy that Brian Flores stepped up because we all know that the hiring practices in the NFL are racist. Yeah. That's and, why they have the Rooney rule, because it has been racist. And it's not even like a, one of those things where, man, I just got this feeling that it's been there. In the history of the NFL, there have only been 20 black coaches. It's been 10 in the last 20 years. How old is the NFL? It's like 100 and it's over 100 years old. Okay. Um. So people have been studying and doing the numbers on this, like labor unions, um, auditors, the whole nine yards, right? They say black coaches and white coaches win and lose at the same percentage. Like there's only one, it's only one nigga going to the Super Like by the law of averages, there, there can only be so many winning teams in a season, period. Because everybody not going eight and eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, there can literally only be, there's damn near going to be the same amount of losing teams every fucking year. Because on some law of average shit, they say black coaches and white coaches, there's no difference on how good they are as far as what they what the actual official yeah. records or whatever. But when I start looking at the numbers, black coaches are hired at a significantly lower rate. And they're never rehired. And now, if y'all perform the same, how come I'm not getting... The same opportunities. Yeah. If I take a, a, a fucking coin and flip that bitch a hundred times, I don't know why, but legitimately that shit really do be coming up very close to 50-50. The law of averages says if you treat these people equal, it's not possible for this this low amount. There's no variance. You know what I'm saying? So in two, But that, that also goes back into your theory we're all the same. 
So what they did, uh, currently right now there's one black coach in the league, Mike Tomlinson. He's been Mike in, Tomlin. Tom, Tomlin, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh Steelers head He's coach. been uh, the head coach for 17 years. And uh, he was hired by the Roonies uh, from Pittsburgh. They're a good group. They're a family-owned group. It's not like a – it's a, a family-owned group. So they brought in the Rooney rule because, like, look, y'all niggas not even interviewing black people. Forget hiring them. Y'all not even interviewing black people. Yep. So we're going to put a rule in that if you hiring for a position – you got to interview. At least interview one black candidate. Two black candidates. Two? Okay. Yeah. So you can't guarantee the outcome, but you can guarantee the opportunity. I can't tell you who to hire, but I, I you need to guarantee the opportunity. No one can control the outcome. Also, this is a country that has equal opportunity employment. It's a federal law. You got a business in here. You can't discriminate against me. For age, race, and the sex. NFL is not bigger than any federal laws, right? Age, race, sex, religion. political, religion, right? So, I'm taking y'all to court because everybody understands that this happens. It's not even a secret. No one wants to say anything, but oh, it's hard to prove. It's hard to prove. No, it's not. It's not hard to prove because it's not a. It's not like a murder case where I got to prove this shit beyond reasonable doubt. This is a civil a civil matter. I gotta just uh, bring in a, a preponderance of the evidence, right? Right. And I just need to convince twelve people. I don't even gotta have a, a, a. I don't even have nobody take the stand. I can just bring an auditing company and just look at these numbers. These numbers are not natural. Like they're not natural. You cannot replicate these numbers the in any other. The coaches don't even reflect a percentage of their workforce. The workforce is over 70% black. You mean to tell me no black people know how to coach football? Urban Meyer gets into trouble damn near with every team. Gets into some type of scandal damn near with every team that he goes to. He's had three college head coaching jobs and one NFL coaching job. So it's like. The way that niggas stop this is stop fucking laying down. I got a lot of respect for Brian Flores. His first, his first, uh, he took over like mid-season, won five of the last nine games in that season, won ten games last year, and had a winning season this year, and got fired. It's turning that franchise around. Like I'm not a losing coach. I do good out here. The sample size is too small. That was somebody else's team. They'll make up any excuse as to why, you know, so, he, he overachieved. So it's like uh, the only way you're going to change stuff is if you stop bitching up. Use the system that you got, right? Only thing to change things is money and violence. I don't think you want to fight the owners. So you got to hit them where it counts. Let's go to court then. Cause I, and, I, and I'm willing to stand up for it. He said, you know, I know that one of the gifts that God gave me was coaching football. And I like to coach football at the highest level. I, I want to compete at the highest level. And I understand that me bringing this lawsuit forward may jeopardize that. But I'm going to do it. Because this nigga is not like, not this nigga. This man is a man of integrity. Right. And he is straightforward, straight shooter. I don't come in here to play. And you're not going to do anything you want to me just because you've been doing it. Not, not, not with me. 
You can do that shit with everybody else, not with me. Yeah. I'm not going to be quiet. You can't be quiet forever and be like, man, you know, ain't nothing going to happen. Just what it is. No, nigga, say something. And then we can't give a, another group credit like, well, you know how they are. Well, if you stop fucking tucking your tail, maybe you can be that way too. But don't leave my man out here by himself. He on an island by himself right now. Well, Hugh Jackson came. Hugh Jackson did recently come in support. And, you know, what I look at this as, you know, Hugh Jackson is basically never coming back to the NFL either. He's, you know, now a head coach. Is it at Grambling? At Grambling. uh, And he'll probably remain in the HBCU coaching ranks, you know, until he's ready not to coach anymore. Because now he's the first former NFL coach who is an HBCU head coach. And that's is going to shake different waters for recruits and how HBCUs are viewed moving forward. Uh, we got Hugh Jackson. We got Deion Sanders. Coach Prime down in Jackson uh, State. You got Eddie George. Yep. Um, like, it's, it's, it's been a shift. But the reason that these two issues is compounded, we take um, Hugh Jackson – for example, I think his his record is like four and like thirty two or some shit, right? Right. He went like one and one and something for two. He won one game in two years with with Cleveland. It's a four year contract though, and they third year they gave him an extension. Think about that. I won one game in two years, and y'all give me an extension for my third year before he left and went to Cincinnati. Why would you do that? So Brian Flores said the issue that he had with the Dolphins is the first year, the owner came out and offered him $100,000 for every game he lost. He won five of the last nine on purpose. You know what I'm saying? I had a fucked up team, but no. And then the next year, when my my team working against me, I won 10 games. And then this year, I got a winning record. You niggas trying to pay me $100,000 a year, I mean, a game to lose. To diminish my reputation, essentially. And those are the two things. So black coaches, we don't get a lot of chances anyway. And then when I get there, you're going to try to incentivize me to fucking lose? Set me up for failure. So Hugh Jackson explained, yo, I was at this team with a horrible roster. He said, y'all know me. I'm 2017. I'm one of the coaches of the year, and then I come to this team, and all of a sudden I can't coach no more. I'm one in such and such. No, the team had me. In, is, they made incentives in the in the my contract to say, if I finish the year with with the youngest roster, I got a bonus. If I if I if I finish the year with a certain win loss, I get like they incentivize him. I make he made he said they they basically got seven hundred eighty five thousand dollars worth of incentive money. For really for being bad, I didn't get uh, any ability to change my team, who I want to draft or whatnot. It's like yo, Cleveland, why y'all niggas so bad? He had a four year initially was a four year contract or whatever, and he said they didn't talk about winning until like year four. He say your contract talks about winning and losing. His contract didn't have anything, no winning stipulations until year four in the initial contract. And, you know, they got an option for the third and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because they had a plan to tank 
for X amount of years, get the draft picks, and then start playing. So it's fucked up that I can't even – I finally get a head coaching job, and then my fucking own fucking ownership is going against me. What's really fucked up is if don't no white quarter no no white head coaches come out and say they've been paying me to lose. Oh, you want to do this shit to the black coaches? Because one, you hold the ticket for me, right? Right. Because uh, you just got here, you gonna do what I asked you to do, but now you are gonna pay me to lose? And then what? Then because what happens is we go, you get the black coach, pay him to lose, you get your draft picks. Fire you bringing a white coach and now he the let fucking him, savior. Let him build his team and his vision with a high draft pick. He came in here. Look what he did. He turned this team around because y'all motherfuckers is actively going against me, man. That's fucking crazy, dog. I'm glad that Hugh Jackson not let my man stand out there by himself, but we need somebody else. Because everybody understands what the fuck be going on. Like, it's on, it's bigger than the product that they put out on the field every Sunday. It's a lot of backdoor movement going on. I'm proud of Brian Flores, Hugh Jackson, you know, even further down, Colin Kaepernick for standing on things that are not right. And hopefully this, you know, sheds some light and leads to more realistic change. Well, Brian Flores, he had a gig with a uh, um, with the Broncos or an interview with the Broncos um, and the Giants. And he like, yo, Y'all got a Rooney rule to say, at least y'all going to give me an interview. Um, Belichick texts him a couple of days before his interview saying, yo, congratulations, man. I heard you got the, the, the Giants gig if you want it. He's like, yo, my interview ain't till Thursday. From when I hear it's yours, man. Blah, blah, blah. Like the next day he, he texts him back like, I really fucked Brian, that up. I fucked this up. I misread the message. It was white Brian instead of black Brian that he was supposed to be texting. So now we got a problem. The well, now, Rooney, I got, now I got evidence. Now the, now the Rooney rule says you got to interview at least two black candidates to give me my fair shake at an opportunity. Not saying you got to hire a black coach, but give me an opportunity. You didn't hire a nigga before, before I even, before I even touched down? They didn't hire him. They, it was, nothing was announced. Just more backroom conversations, and, backroom um, dealings. That, that's not right, man. And why Belichick know? Because he part of the inner circle, nigga. That's why he know. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, yo, he, this is wild. He part of the crew. Yeah, that's fucking wild. You he know don't he don't have to wait for his team to be fucked up. He part of the crew. And he also explained, like, yo, what you can do as far as draft picks and who going to be your quarterback, who going to be all that shit, that shit written in your contract. And in my contract, I can say uh, the GM going to make them decisions. You can't. Bill Belichick can get who we want to, and the difference between these, it's not an even playing field. No. Everybody, just because you're a head coach, you don't make all the decisions. No, GM typically supplies you all with the team. In some instances, like in Dallas, the owner also plays the GM. Like uh, they said, like in Cleveland, um, it was really hot on a particular runner, I mean, a particular wide receiver. And then right before the draft, everybody just switched to picked up one other, uh, picked up a different person. And who wasn't as good? And it's like, why would y'all do that? After all this shit comes out, oh, because y'all niggas was tanking. Teams do it a lot. And the the, the when he was with Cincinnati, he was like, what's so funny is like, uh, what like Cleveland? Cleveland did a pretty decent job this year, right? Right. And m- most recently, like it's the same team. It's the same people that's been running it behind the scenes. 
No, but uh, Cleveland, you talking about the Browns? or yeah. the Okay. Because, yeah, the Browns are okay, but then, like, Odell Beckham daddy came out and was like, look, Baker Mayfield ain't utilizing my son. And Odell got the fuck on and went to L.A. I'm glad he did. Uh, he is the number one overall receiver in L.A. Cool. Since Odell Beckham. Since he's been there, his stats are higher than Cooper Cups. Odell is a difference maker. He is definitely a difference maker. And his dad got him about that fucked up situation. I can't even front. Cooper Cup kind of cold, man. He's a he's a damn good slot receiver. That nigga got a fucking triple crown in receiving. And him and Matthew Stafford, they just had chemistry. They just they just had chemistry. And when you have chemistry with your teammate, like to that extent, like success success will find you all. Uh, man, I say all that to say, um, if if people want to flex power, you actually have to use your power. Like you have to say something. When somebody not doing you right. You know what I mean? You think Jay-Z and them will make a, a political statement during the Super Bowl? No. Not at all. N- never crossed my mind. At all. Until you, until, never would have crossed my mind. I just wonder. Kendrick, maybe. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to hear some new music, Kendrick. Give me a snippet of a new song at the Super Bowl, please. Not going to happen. Two ver- Super Bowl, that is, that is. But I don't know, man. I don't know. That would be it, the perfect place for it to happen. Just give me a snippet. It's not going to happen. Perform a verse and a half. It's like uh, 19 uh, niggas on the on this lineup. Like, it's not happening. It could be. Mary J only gets one song, and she's not performing the whole song. New Kendrick. Not happening. What if it does, Jay? Then I can, then I can have my shit Dame was right about. Yeah, hopefully. New Kendrick Lamar. Give me some air horns. Some laughter. <laughs> that's that's all that's gonna happen. It's, it's, it's not fucking happening, man. Um, probably get some new Eminem. Will that nigga give us lose yourself <laughs> after thirty years of draining the blood out that bitch? All right, man. Let's go to some of these some more of these notes, man. Shout out to the homie uh, Verge. What up, Jay? What up, Dame? It's Verge. Just wanted to give you guys a special shout out. Congratulations on 300 episodes. Man, I don't think people really understand how hard it is to put together one podcast episode, let alone 300. <laughs> and to do it for 300 consecutive weeks and all them shit's fire. Man, it's a huge accomplishment. And, you know, it definitely shows hard work and dedication to you guys' craft. I wish you guys another 300 more. <clears throat> I don't think you guys really understand, you know, how many friendships were built through the podcast and the studio, man. Um, I know I've met Cheyenne, Marcus, the twins, name tag, um, you know, countless more aunt, you know, just through you guys. And, you know, a lot of lifelong friendships have been built thanks to you guys. So mm. definitely appreciate everything you guys have done for the city. Definitely helping me when I started my podcast journey. Like I said, wish another 300 more, much success. I holla at y'all. Man, love Virgil, appreciate it. Shit, my Virgil little brother. Bro- Verge bought these chairs in the studio, man. Yeah, shout out to him. Verge always talked like he chastises somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like like you talking to somebody like you about to put them on punishment. Uh, who else we got? We got Name Tag. Okay. What's going on, y'all? It's Name Tag Alexander, a.k.a. A Name Tag is Necessary, a.k.a. The Prime Playlist Curator, a.k.a. Mr. Lead and Be Legendary, 
aka IMDB, because I am in my damn bag. From the music <laughs> to the podcast, call me Catalog Tag. What up, though? Catalog Congrats, Jay and Dane. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 300. I became a listener at probably the end, I want to say like the end of 2016. And the episode was the one with uh, Charlie, and I want to say A Dub was on there. My cousin had put me up onto it. Because I was trying to find out what other podcasts were uh, recording from out the city. And then from there, man, I was hooked, man. It was like listening to your cousins or something. Just chop it up. From there, I just started listening while I was cleaning the house. Usually on like an early Saturday afternoon or whatever. Now, man, story time with Dane will never, and I said this before on Twitter, it will never cease to amaze me. We all know the one that takes the cake, dog, is you spraying mace at that woman and her kids. Which sound wild to even think that, right? <laughs> dog, but the recent one? Dog, where you lied and said you relapsed. And you might have said this before, but I forgot. But you lied and said you relapsed. <laughs> That's your job. You said you lied. Crack and, and said heroin. you relapsed and got back on crack and heroin. My, dog, damn, you different. I had to say my job, anyway, man. man. I'm always looking forward to the conspiracy theories, and we know Jay going to keep one in the tuck. Donkey of the day is cool, but it ain't no whose man's is this, right? Now, what I appreciate most, and, and now that I think about it, what I appreciate most over the years listening to y'all show, because like I say, damn, it's what, 2022? I've been listening since 2016 or whatever. But the conversations aren't just on the surface. They're pretty much like thoroughly unpacked discussions where as a listener, you're going to walk away nine times out of ten like, Okay, I ain't, I ain't even think of it that way. And and it's not really a lot of banter. It's not like a lot of just, like I say, it's not a lot of on-the-surface conversations. It's, like I say, y'all unpack these conversations. Y'all go more in depth. That's pretty much it, man. I, I ain't trying to leave an audio book like Cheyenne on that uh, one episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking, Cheyenne. Don't cuss me out on Twitter or nothing like that. But anyway, man, to episode 300, another 300 more, and then some. Peace. Name tag, we appreciate you. Yeah, man, we got one more note, and I'm playing that. Uh, I'm playing that Dame uh, story time with Dame and shit. All right, I lived it. What up, my guys? This is your girl Shal, aka Shalamar, aka Shade Jones, over in the uh, this weekend culture world. But um, shop talk podcast happy 300 i'm so excited for y'all i started listening to y'all back in 2017 y'all just came up on my algorithm so um i just listened and um it was cool hearing a perspective of of two black males uh, you know we always get the women perspective but you know I, I i like to hear both sides so ever since then y'all had me hooked i just um Look forward to every Saturday. It's like my routine the past few years. And, and I went back and I've listened to every episode probably more than once. But um, I'm so excited for y'all. Just uh, can't wait to meet y'all in person uh, if we ever get over this COVID shit. But yeah, I'm definitely uh, grateful for all the connections I made uh, with all my Detroit friends, with Rob Silva, with, you know, it's just opened up so much. And um I'm grateful for y'all. Just want to see y'all continue to do big things. And, um, you know, you got a fan in me. You got a friend in me. Um, appreciate y'all. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. We appreciate you, too. Thank you for the listen. Thank you for being a loyal supporter and listener. It's like family, you know? Man, it's fucking, it's so fucking wild because now I think about it. Like, everybody who did that, um, the intros we started the podcast, they don't know each other outside of this podcast. 
That's crazy. Like, I mean, you and Verge know yeah. each other. You know what I'm saying? But, like, me and Cheyenne technically worked together before. But like we didn't talk at work. I didn't. I didn't get to know Cheyenne until after she, we had left Comcast. Yeah. So we brought her on the show in 2016, March Madness episode, right? Yep. And uh, we've been we've been down with her. You know what I'm saying? Since you know what I mean. So it's like, and them people don't know each other in the like they. <laughs> Cheyenne's gone viral. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the time that we've known her, she's gone viral. That's a fact. Um, it's so wild, and I be I be looking at my timeline and seeing people talk and interact. I'm like, fam, y'all only know each other because of the pod, yeah. and like that's fucking amazing. That we've connected people. That's fucking wild, man. You know what would be wild to me? Like when we do these live events and people come out. <laughs> to me, that shit be so crazy because I'm not selling a product. I'm not getting on the stage and like, you want to, you want to, you know. I'm not entertaining you in that way. Like you literally coming out to see us talk. And just to meet and mingle and have a good time. And that shit is wild, too. Sold out seats to hear Jay and Dave speak. And we've done it more than once. Yeah. That shit is crazy to me. But I appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, do I get to uh, I get to intro Storytime with Dame? Now, if you've been listening to the show, you understand that Storytime with Dame are a collage of tragedies that I have encountered in my life. I actually have a follow-up to this story. Uh, and I will share it after story time with Dane, because I ran into the victim at the dealership and she gave me a mouthful, but Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it was, it was tense. It was tense, but, uh, this is story time with Dame. It goes back to a young lady. I was once dating once upon a time in a very dark moment for me when I decided to take things to another level and mace her and her nieces and nephews in the car. But I'm a changed person. I would never do something like this again. This is, you know, something that happened once upon a time in my life. But, you know, it's part of it's part of the journey. Story time with Dame. No, you was high as hell in this video, too. I was off of prescription drugs. <laughs> I'll let you throw the music in later, but story time with Dame. Once upon a time, I dated this young lady who didn't like the fact that I didn't want to deal with her no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Slurring and shit. I, I kind of broke it off with her. But I was in her house for some reason. You know, that last, you know, yeah, good, yeah. goodbye hit and I'm going to leave in the morning. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's what I did. But that next morning, I found out my Visa card was missing. I was Whoa. like, Ooh. I was like, man, Nigga, the hoes be taking advantage of you. <laughs> they still they you know, I mean, you you've seen me sleep. I'm a freestyle sleeper. I fall asleep anywhere, anytime. This nigga Dame fell asleep talking to me yesterday. <laughs> nigga, I Wait mean, like mid sentence, this nigga just nodded off. And went to sleep. So the so the bitch done stole your debit card. I'm listening. I'm no, listening she, to the story. Yeah. She got my. She just got my credit card. I mean, this, credit debit. She yeah, went I mean, to your wallet and stole from she, you. She got my credit card. So naturally, I called a dirty bitch up and I was like, hey, yo, I know you got my motherfucking card. Oh, you found this out after you went <laughs> uh, home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After I left her house. Like, I went to use the motherfucker <laughs> and it was oh, gone. Oh, so you looking mad sick in the story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, listen, I know you got my Heavy, card. heavy drugs. Now, she was, you know, not the type of young lady to go use the card, but she had the card. So I was like, bet. I need my, I need my debit card back. And she was like, I meet up and give it back to, you know, with that. She like she mad. didn't steal it. Yeah. Like she, like she with just. With the Sharita voice. Yeah. Like she just didn't give a fuck. Sharita was the girl that stole the cane. Carry blades in her mouth and silly shit like that. So I got to watch this one. Yeah. So. Oh, so she want to fight. She might. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, her feelings hurt. And while a black woman's feelings are hurt, like when they at, you know, like don't touch hot. 
Like, ain't no telling what they do. This 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 motherfucking rabid animal territory. <laughs> yeah. You just never know if, what's gonna happen. Yeah, you could get. Like you could get slapped, which is like on the low end of the skull. Or you could get pole, ran the fuck over. But you could get shot. And I know she's been shot before. <laughs> so I mean she might Wild fat. <laughs> I show you a picture of her. This she was fucking gorgeous. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nigga gorgeous. She was in somebody's video. I'm not gonna name them, but she she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. And anyway, so we meet up at the pull up. Now she got her nieces and nephews in the car. And she not getting out the car. She acting like she not going to get a car back and all that shit. So we have a little back and forth. Now she want to meet me. Just come back to my house. Let's just. No, nah, I don't want to come back to your house because, you know, I'm not. We we already had the goodbye. Yeah, and I'm cool. Yeah, 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 and I'm cool. We already had that send off. Yeah. So now she acting like she going to put this bitch in park. And 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 pull off. Now this is drive. back in the day when I had the keychain mace. But shout out to my homeboy uh Ken who got a fucking permanent disability working at the mail office. This nigga gave me <laughs> shout wild out to my fuck. that's a wild shout out. Oh, yeah, shout crazy. out to my nigga. Weird shout out, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he gave like all of the homies like his extra his extra yeah, mace yeah. and shit. Like we was young, nigga, like seventeen. So I didn't know like really the what the, effect, fuck, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck mace would do until I unleashed it on his bitch and the, and her in a car full of full of nieces and nephews. Uh, Man, <laughs> I ain't never I ain't never heard no kids cry like. That. <laughs> Like that before, man. These kids, uh, these kids is probably about five or six, man. <laughs> he went, he went nigga. <laughs> that nigga crazy. What, what was the after effects? Of Did this? you get the car? Did you get the car? Yeah, I got the car, and then I sprayed the car again. <laughs> <laughs> God help me. Oh, that nigga man. say, "Bitch, I have another one." <laughs> what she do to you after that? Nothing. I just blocked her. <laughs> so you never fucked her again after that. No, but you know how you see like, <laughs> like niggas gasping for air and they teeth. Be like, <laughs> that's how I heard them kids. Hey dog, we laughing about this shit. We this terrible. Is, that's how I heard them kids. Was. This is bad. No, this nigga crying. I thought both of y'all niggas crying. Right Man, cause when I sprayed that, cause when I sprayed that that's car, you, see, you ain't never been sprayed with no mace, dog. No. Hey, dog. That's it. Dog. Vicious, dog. Well, all all just, three of y'all are crying. <laughs> These I niggas just, are crying I here. I imagine that shit in my head. Like I can't believe. Where that the fuck was y'all at? Where was y'all at? Was people? Where was y'all at? Nigga, we was at a gas station on the east side. <laughs> so I know it was like a like a nice ass shell station. Oh, with the big joint. She lived like close to Gross Point, so you know how. Like when them shit started getting nice, yeah, it yeah. was one of them, nigga. That second one, I swear to God, I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> that second one was, was, I can't, I was so mean with it, I came back with a whole other scheme with it, <laughs> and I can see them. I can see them kids just gasping, oh, but I ain't get no fuck. Like, nigga, her mouth was wide open when I hit her with that second. Oh, shit, so nigga, she, she ate it. it. She <laughs> ate it. God help me, man. God help me. Man, God, I'm, not a, I'm not a bad person, Lord. Hey, we Lord, need, you know my heart. We need, hey, we need you to email us and tell oh. us how you felt oh. <laughs> at that second. Exact uh, hey, man, I didn't feel shit. No, I'm talking about, talking about her. Talking about the young lady. Oh, yeah, because she oh, listening. Cause she, she, so you never, she's oh. never got back at you for that. Dog. 
She, B100. She, She's never attempted to get back at you for that. <laughs> she she made an attempt. I had my antennas up. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, my antenna uh, shed a tear too. Nah, 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 all nah, four nah. niggas in this bitch crying. Shit I've ever heard. Story time with Dave. Oh my god. Oh man, that's a classic fucking moment, dog. That's a classic fucking moment. You this a, is a real story in my life. You a weird. You a wild nigga, dog. This is a real story in my life. You a wild nigga, dog. I have been. You a ill nigga. I have been. <laughs> you know, I shout out to the nigga D Rick. Everybody got a line. Don't be crossing it with me. Yeah. <laughs> don't cross. Don't cross my line. I get it. Cause I'm real unpredictable. Like even the people that love me say that. Like I don't know how you gonna react to shit. And I'll be honest, I don't. I freestyle life every day, every moment of this shit. I don't know. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little small continuation. I ran into her last year at the car dealership because I had to take my car in for some maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like I had like I had earned like that free oil. Like my oil change came with like a free tire rotation. So shit, I'm gonna go to the dealership and get it done. She in there getting her car. Getting her car fixed. This is like, so I walk into the dealership. I don't see her, but she sees me. Uh, so, you know, I'm just dicking around, looking at cars, you know, yeah. bullshitting until my car get ready. And she walked right up on me. I didn't even see her. She's like, you remember me? A- f- fucking absolutely, yes, I remember you. And <laughs> I want to make fun of her. <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. Yeah, it'll be just my luck. I run into her again, but her voice sounded a little raspy, and I was like, you, "I said something like you need to clear your throat." <laughs> and she told me there was permanent damage to her throat because of that incident. Oh, oh man! I didn't bother to ask about the kids because you know, <laughs> they can be raspy. <laughs> <laughs> Jada, she got a, she, yeah, she got a little, she got a little raspy thing going on, but. Ill nigga. You got another story about this. This was like a part. It was a part three to this story, wasn't it? No, I don't, I don't think it's three parts. I mean, she did try and, you know, she did try and retaliate at one point. No, what I'm saying is you told, you said something about, uh, well, you probably can't say that. Never mind. Yeah, she she definitely tried to retaliate at one point. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, you may have ran into a family member of hers. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. you can't really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this. It's the cost of doing business, yeah. and you know people love uh, people love their family members. Yeah, and I just leave it at that. People yeah. love their family members, but guess what? I'm gonna go home, and I'm not cuffing up. So you can take that as what you want. You can take that as what you want. If you don't think that I'm, I am what I say that I am. Buy a fun pass and come take a ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not cuffing up ever again in my life and I'm going home to my babies so <laughs> take a fun a fun <laughs> come ride the ride if you if you think it's a walk in the park come on and find out man what what's some of uh your 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 favorite episodes or conversations or something man a Rick Ross episode mm. sitting sitting with a virtual legend yeah you know the Rick Ross episode was to me an experience yeah having an autograph book from Rick Ross. Yeah, for sure. Watching him sign it, autograph it, and pass it to me. Hell yeah. An amazing experience. Uh, even though this wasn't on our show per se, Jay Prince. Mm. Just the whole, like, Jay Prince walked in here like he was the president. He, I mean, he came with bodyguards and security. Security, Rolls Royces. <laughs> Beautiful women. Jay, Jay Prince yeah, came. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which she is was cold. 
very strange. Why is DeAndre Sanders traveling with Jay Prince? It was it's probably working. not. It's probably not my business. It was working though, like selling books. Like you wasn't just around here, like looking cute or some shit. Like he was. She was, was literally working. working. I, I don't even know how he pulled that. Dude. He's a master negotiator, and and had Julia Beverly with him, yeah. and she was like kind of chilling in here, like I'm just here, but like. Julia Beverly is a big name in her own right. 100%. <laughs> in her own right. Ozone Magazine? Yeah. We had T.K. Kirkland in here, yeah. even though he was on the Twins show. T.K. Kirkland is crazy as fuck in real life. Yeah, this is a T fact. to the I'm, motherfucking K. I was watching him earlier today on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, man, we didn't... We didn't um, Detroit have, Charlie. Yeah, and Charlie texted me some wild shit today. I didn't even respond. <laughs> Like I didn't, I didn't even understand it. So I was like, I don't know. I, if he called me, we'll talk about it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't understand it. So okay. Um, but like, uh, we've had so that that episode that name tag was talking about was uh, I think that was the first time uh, Detroit Charlie was on. Yeah, M A Dub. Yeah, the low key that was the first episode of the year oh, in twenty seventeen. It was. Um, I remember then, we had A Dub and Tone in the studio. Mm-hmm. Tone about the dog. Yes, <laughs> that was that time. Yeah, man. Tone about his dogs in the yeah. studio with us. Shit, he was up here with the Jay Prince shit. Crazy. Uh, Saying ain't Tone is everywhere. That's a fact. <laughs> um, you know, I say this shit a lot, man. But um, and I say we got to do a part two to this episode. But I. One of my favorite episodes is the Dreams and Nightmares episode. I remember that. And that that one resonated with a lot of people. It did. Um, the Dreams and Nightmares episode, um, I enjoy every time we we, we chop it up with Clemmy. Um, yeah, man. Clemmy, came, Clemmy became somebody I just used to see. I was like, man, that nigga's a cold rapper to actually be in, like, having a relationship with yeah. him. I think that's dope. Uh, I So, um, the the... The first episode that we did with um, with Trinidad Ant, uh, we did at the old studio. Yep. And Ball Forties, um, and you were eating fried chicken. Yeah, I was drinking Forties and eating, eating fried chicken. That was a great fucking episode. But the one I like the most is the one gotta go episode. That's he was we was, was in the yeah. was in the new studio. That one gotta go episode with Ant, yo. And I was like, so one gotta go. Michelle Obama. Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce, or your mama. <laughs> and like that was the one that niggas was like, some people said they mama. That's fucking wow. Wild. Wow. That's fucking wow. I hope you went home and changed your fucking mind. <laughs> and that's when I, I announced that it had to be Oprah Winfrey because love on top is better than anything Oprah Winfrey's ever done in her fucking life. Um, and Oprah done a lot of fucking shit in her life. But love Oprah on, gave away cars, nigga. You get a car. You get a car. But Beyonce gave me love on top. <laughs> Double Aunt Andre. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> um. Uh, let me think. Yo. First uh, time we had uh, Crystal and Cheyenne. Cheyenne was like a little... I want to say timid, but her personality yeah, she hadn't. She ain't. She she ain't know. She wasn't like Motor that. City Oprah yet. Yeah, she was. She was Carmel Apple shy. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. Motor City Oprah yet. Oh, you know Judy. Like Judy is a whole new person. Not like on her personality, but like she got a whole fucking brand out. Here. She bought us T-shirts, and now she has a a, a very high end functioning athleisure wear brand, and she is a mogul. She bought us T CD Blanc design T-shirts. 
Matter of fact, she was the first in-studio guest that we had. Yeah. My man Don was our first guest. Oh, nope, nope, take that back. Uh, um, Nina, Nina was our first guest episode. So, Beyonce you know, killed Prince. When I thought about this shit, then I was like, you know, Dane, I don't know if you were telling the story the correct way. About Beyonce killing Prince? No, you'd be like, yo, you know, I didn't know this was going to be a, 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 a multiple week thing. You know, week two hit me up. I'm like, sure. Week two, we was at your house and Nina was on the show. We were at my house. You know what I'm saying? So it couldn't have been, I didn't know it was two, because you had to guess at your house for for, 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 for episode two. Yeah. I don't know. I remember, I, I thought it was that way too, but I, when I listened to the episode, I'm like, nigga, this episode two. Like, so I don't know. We may not, we don't, I don't think we remember the shit. Maybe. The, the right. <laughs> you know, the story play telephone, it grows on legs. But. Yeah. Um, yo, uh, I enjoy this early, early, early episodes. We did the first verses. We did T.I. versus Andre 3000. Yeah, I watched you. But like, uh, we did the first verses. You know, we had green screens and shit like that. Um, episode 200 was a, was a thing. Uh, we had it here the last day of the pandemic, but everybody came out. Yeah, we um, had a nice turnout. And, and, and show love, man. It's so many different shits uh, that we had. Uh, Marv, uh, Nick Varsity. I like the Nick Var- Nick Varsity was like two weeks ago. Nick was good. But like, Nick that was, was really a, good conversation. That was a good conversation, man. You know what? And I, I forgot who exactly who said it. When I look at some of the friendships that have developed because of us having the space, you know, the homie Mark, Uncle Marcus, Trinidad Ant, the twins, you know, Verge, Judy, Cheyenne, uh, Motor City Peach, uh, Hadira, just a lot of genuine yeah. friendships and connections. And then, like you say, other people intermingling, knowing that, hey, they know us, so they must be decent people. Shout out to Wheezy. Pharaoh just it's like, shout out to Pharaoh. Where, like, um, I just randomly see the nigga online one day and reached out. And, you know, he came in. He didn't been on the show. I was literally just thinking, like, we need to bring Furrow back on, not for, like, a particular reason, but, like, just to chop it up. The neighborhood grocery was just a conversation then. It's an actual brick-and-mortar place that he is in the process of developing. Yeah. It was just a conversation that I'm trying to crowdsource for money to open up a, a, a community grocery store, and now the grocery store is almost upon us. Yeah. And they also, I mean, I mean, we y'all, he's been on a couple of times. We did the video interview and you just understanding like it's so much that goes into this some, uh, uh, undertaking like that. And the fact that a nigga not going to quit and he going to, you know, put his foot down. Like in real life, it's not that many people that I know who do what they said they was going to do. Look, he wrote books, has had other successful companies like Pharaoh out here. Yeah. He, he's out here literally changing the world. There was somebody in here the other day um, on a different podcast, and they were talking about people who we had on the show. Somebody, he brought up Pharaoh. He brought up a bunch of different people. And um, I didn't say, yo, I know this person. But, like, it's just so wild that on a totally different show, having a conversation about certain. like Somebody were, you don't even know. Yeah. They was mentioning people who I know now through this podcast who are actually doing things that's like changing that's crazy the world chef um, dunny paper park yeah shit uh vanessa um and the cohen's uh the cohen brand like vanessa one of the reasons why this podcast started in the first place like she was the last person 
to say something to me and I was like, I'm going to stop bullshitting. Like for real, I'm going to stop bullshitting. Uh, so much love to her. Vanessa's a TV personality. Yo, she on uh, fucking <laughs> the morning show or what once is or it? twice a month. You know, yeah, what I'm she's, saying? Like, she's 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 a personality. Uh, I mean, there's so many, uh, so many different people. And I don't want to disrespect anybody by like not mentioning your names, but like we've six, had some amazing the, guests. In June, it'll be six years. Tom Hopkins. There's some people Machete. that we. There's, yeah, Brother Muschetti. There's some people that we had in the beginning that I would love to bring back. They just, to, they just don't know yeah. how dope we did, we didn't became. Just better. just to just to speak to them. Talk I want to run back growth. the Nolan Ninja episode. Yeah. Nolan and Ninja. Episode. Nolan out here. Yeah, because the audio got fucked up on that one. Yeah, Nolan out here still. We yeah. can probably get him. Um, but it's a, it's 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 a whole bunch of shit. You know, people is uh trying to Facetime you. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't stop it. <laughs> Why is your phone on not on Do Not Disturb? Maybe? I don't know, man. At least turn the ringer off. What? See, that was the computer though. Like uh, the the phone didn't. That's make what you got because you got all them Apple devices connected to one source. Yeah, man. Um, yo, man, it's just it's just been a motherfucking pleasure, man, to come up here every week and and um, I say talk shit, but like you know we do a little talk shit talking, but like name tag said, I be trying or we be trying to go for not the surface level conversations because I mean, you could hear a flavor of the week podcast anywhere and the barbershop, which is the theme that, that we, we put, we put the pot around and we get to have a real conversation, a yeah. no holds bar conversation. You know, Nelson, I was thinking is another mogul in the making, but one thing I'm proud about with our guests is that we never lost our integrity, but we only have people up here. We only talk to people that we genuinely fuck with, yeah. that we genuinely want to talk to. To hit, I'm not knocking anybody that reaches out to us because sometimes the timing just ain't right yet. But so far, the guests that we had are people that we really fuck with, really wanted to talk to, really have products, services, music, things that we can truly believe in and stand Derek by. Got his own fucking network. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he out here doing, like, major shit. Shit, I enjoyed the fucking Kid McFly episode. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Kid McFly, I think Barry said he's now the newest member of the Uprising Network. Yeah. Um, it's just so much dope shit that had happened, man. And, you know, cliche alert, but, like, man... I couldn't do it without y'all. Yeah. Like y'all as a listenership and, and feedback that, that comes back and just the, the energy that we get back from our guests. Right. Cause one, you don't have to come on the pod. No. We're not paying you to come here. So you taking time out of your day. And, and shout out to all the people we've reached out to that, you know, they schedules conflicted. They said they was coming and then canceled on us. or didn't come. We still made a way and we, we still here. And hopefully if it's meant to be, We'll talk, we'll talk to you. Yeah. But like, you know, I appreciate everybody who reached out to and um, that didn't know us necessarily from a can of paint other than social media. P and how you clothing. Remember, we didn't even know if P was white. I called you from the parking lot. And I was like, yo, is our guest white? And you was like, I don't know. We had never seen him before. Yeah. And P is it's always love when we see him. Like that's that P episode, which is I I he came on twice by yeah. the way, but he ain't seen this studio. He was in the the, the, downstairs, the downstairs studio. P, you got to come back, man. Uh, but that was a that was in a, I don't know, man. That just seemed like a breakthrough episode. Like we had we had a different stride. Like after that, it was just boom, 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 yeah. boom. Um, that might have been a turning point. Yeah. That was pretty early on though. It was. This is before we had our own studio. Yeah, but that might have been a turning point where we was like. 
we can really take this serious. Yeah. And this studio really doing us bold. Yeah. Yeah, one of them niggas died, man. I remember. I, I don't think they're, I don't, that that location not even open no more. Wow. I wonder how much that building is. It's worth taking a look at. Hmm. We got business credit. Hmm. Then you could smoke in the studio because it wouldn't. Nah, you still can't smoke my shit. Sorry. That was one. It was what? Was it two in there? Or was it three? Three. It was three studios in there. Hmm. I got somebody just told me that the I know he he passed like in April. We probably wouldn't have to do too much demo to the place either. Oh, I just put, just put some blue and black up in there. You know, I gotta look <laughs> into that because that's the. I mean, that's clearly the next move. Yeah, yeah. You know it's our it's our own standalone building. But uh, we put some blue and black up in there. We can make it something. Yeah, that would. I think that that would be dope. Let's let's we no more talk. No more talk. Um, but in, in any event, man, I want to just say thank y'all, man, for, for fucking with us all this time. Cheyenne and Macho, I thank you for that. Uh, D. Rick was one of the first guests on the on yeah, the pod. Too. I went back. I went back and saw an old clip of D. Rick on there. Like that was twenty sixteen when we were still recording with the white man. Yeah, like early. So this ain't this ain't new. And D. Rick was and just to put it out there for you folks, D. Rick was spitting back then. He was talking about projects that he had dropped. He's not just a flash in the pan just showing up in the last couple of years. D-Rick was putting in work back in 2016. Man, um, man, we just appreciate every all the love. Um, you know, man, my nephew sent me something to play, dog. Okay. And um, I'm going to play it because I love this kid, man. And nepotism exists here at Shop Talk Podcast. We are going to support our family. Oh, shit. We just got another intro sent in, too. So some of these intros, Jay, you're just going to have to throw in at the end of yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. we uh, just going to have to put them in. I know Motor City Pete, shout out to Crystal. She sent us one. Uh, Jackie sent us one. Uh, from that was get pretty back good, too. To get back to the D. Yeah, the daddy fucker. <laughs> I can't wait for people to hear that one. Uh, so if you sent in one, we're going to try and get you on. I think Rob sent us in a voice note. Mm. So we gotta we gotta put that up there, but we'll add those additional ones on to the end of the episode. Yeah. So this not the music pick, but this my nephew, and I'm playing this shit because he rapping. Yeah. Uh, LB D three, check it. Yeah. Yeah. Practice what I preach, have them leading by my example. Patience is just a part of any walk in life. I put my all in what I do, so I'm sorry if I'm a handful. Knowledge all through the left and then excel with the right. I inhale when I write, I'm inhale when I'm right, and inhale when I write. But my spirits, they keep me lifted like the shit I twist be sending me through aerial heights. I'd be damned if I ain't gifted. The chosen leave them choking like I'm soon to top the hit list. Stepping through your city, bump the anthem through your district. Get this young, slim, handsome with the big woe. Where you niggas been, though? I've been in the hood trying to keep my dreams. Parallel pedal to the metal that's bringing these niggas Barriozzi hood hard, hood rich nigga Well I could barely tell a vision of a better life Talking shit in my own right Leaving them powerless, power tripping Cause I'm they crippin' like, nigga Oh shit man You know how fucking happy this makes me dog Like in real life right? I like that beat too <laughs> Yes, but you know how fucking happy it makes me Like uh To hear your, hear your bloodline Rapping, rapping Yeah You know what I'm saying Like nigga like for sure, for sure, man. That's dope, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, whose man's is this though? Well, we do still got a music pick of the week. 
Yeah, I know. I think I. Oh, whose man's just goes first. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my bad. My you know bad. So listen. 300 episodes, I'll make one mistake. Hey, man, it's all right, man. We all play as fuck up to. This got to be a big whose man's is this because it's episode 300. It's 300. And like, um, it's right in tune with what I've been on lately. Okay. You know being, is that being right? I mean, I'm always ah, right. You know I gave saying? you the oop. I, I mean, gave you the oop. Right. You feel me? But like this week, um, a woman claims that she was gang raped in the metaverse. Like she said, as soon as she walked inside of the metaverse, they they verbally and sexually assaulted her. And I just need you niggas to take the fucking headset off. Like, take it off. I, I don't want to sound insensitive. There's no such thing as rape in the metaverse. Rape is a very serious subject. No, I don't want to sound insensitive. Digital rape is not a thing. Digital you, you, rape you is can't not a thing. Diminish, you can't diminish what because someone the, feels. Because the digits have feelings? The digitals have feelings? Jay, you're making fun of it. Yes, I am clearly making, making fun of it. You're making on fun purpose. Of it. And that's not right. You're making fun of it. Says the nigga who sprayed the kids <laughs> with mace. Fuck out of here. <laughs> nigga I've about. changed. I've changed. <laughs> yeah, Lord know your heart. Well, no. All the time. No, no, no. Like no. Well, maybe, maybe this is a cautionary tale. Keep y'all fucking kids off the internet. Off the fucking metaverse too. Like, why don't you take your fucking headset off? Like what what what? Is it that simple to stop? Can you not move your fucking hands and take your headset off? Like, what you mean? Oh, man. Digitally fight back. I don't fucking know. Like, this is stupid. Like, it, it don't make... Whose girl is this? Because <laughs> it's all they girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man, Jason. <laughs> it's, wow. It's not real. It's not real, dog. It's not real. I hope you never get sexually assaulted in the metaverse. No, I'm I'm fairly sure that's never gonna happen. I'm fairly sure that's never gonna happen. Or I would make a fucking machete digitally appear and fight off. Like what? This is stupid. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works this yet. Does Jason. not make sense at can, can all. Can we log into it right now? It's first and foremost, this is not a thing. So People are buying real estate on a met on a metaverse. It's a thing. So where I, do I so I, I saw I on the internet. In? So I saw on the internet. Do you know a nigga that bought, purchased some? Do you? Where do I log in at? I, I, we probably behind the, we behind already, Jay. It's not real. Where do we log in at? It's I need real. to create my avatar. It's not real, Jason. I need to create my digital dame. Where do we log in? My nigga, where can you, I subscribe? You can't connect your PS4, <laughs> so you're not ever going to the metaverse. Where can <laughs> I subscribe? And we're, and I want to buy some NFTs while I'm there. All right, this is what you do. Everybody, if anybody wants to go to the fucking metaverse, fuck it. I'll play along and I'll tell you exactly how to do it. You go to your fucking browser and you type in Shop Talk Podcast Studio.com and book some fucking time. That's how you do it. It's not the metaverse, Jason. But I would go there also. Oh, go to shoptalkpod.com and click on the videos. You can enter the fucking shopaverse, okay? And watch some fucking videos. Go to youtube.com forward slash J Johnson313. Oh, that's the motherfucking metaverse. I got verses. You feel me? They'll make me play a verse on a. <laughs> I got me. I got verses. Okay. Oh man. Man, who? Like who? Come on, man. This is this is fucking retarded, right? I, I don't know enough yet. I don't know enough about the metaverse yet. Um. On a, I got I got a whose man's is this too? 
Go ahead. I want to give a whose man's is this to ASAP Rocky for getting my baby mama pregnant. Rihanna. This no, is, whose man's is this? Good job, my nigga. Rihanna, this is Dame. And I, I just want to let you know, I'm, I won't let this child affect our relationship. You can still come back home. I raised this baby with you. I love you so much. You can come back home. I forgive you. I forgive you. <laughs> What's that little thing like? Uh, you look good to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, wanna have, I like you. And I want to have sex with you. Every time I see uh, either Judy or Cheyenne type in S-E-C-K-S. I Sex. <laughs> that is the funniest shit I could, like, I cannot not laugh at that shit. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> like, that is some fucking classic now, shout shit. out to ASAP Rocky. You secured the bag, my nigga. And guess what? You Rihanna fans, y'all never getting that album now. Y'all never getting that album. Man, you, we gonna, like, she ain't really, so we waiting on Kendrick to put an album out. Nigga, how long is Mrs. Rihanna? Damn near nine years. You're never getting another Rihanna album. Last time we heard Rihanna on a record was on a Kendrick record. <laughs> and that was 2017. Rihanna might give y'all four songs with ASAP Rocky maybe two years from now. Think about They'll this. do like a Carter's album. Think about this. The last time uh, Kendrick released a, pro a project, we wasn't even one year in the podcast. It's crazy. He was like May of 2017. Our one year... Wasn't until uh, June. So, side note, just so I could be technically correct, we recorded our first episode on a Saturday. We did. Um, it was a Saturday evening. I was over Dan crib actually. Uh, was in a sitting on the back in the backyard drinking. Uh, what, what was that? What was that fucking liquor we was drinking at that time? You know, liquors be changing and shit. But we was we was drinking something. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to do this little podcast and shit. Blah blah blah. And I up we we did it that Saturday night, and I uploaded it shortly before midnight. So technically, it hit, it dropped on a Saturday, and I was like, at that time, I was like, well, you all the episodes got to drop on Saturday because you you've uploaded on a Saturday now. So so then we that next week it was a Friday night, so I can have some more time <laughs> to get it together. Working pro you weren't quite a technology snob just yet. I was always been a technology snob. Not, not in the area of uploading information, but um. I now I knew how long it would take to get everything ready. Cause, and to be perfectly honest, I'll tell you how much of a technology snob this is. And you know, y'all know I fuck with Apple. Right. I started this podcast on my iPad because I convinced myself I can run an entire podcast and possibly a studio only using Apple equipment, like without an actual computer. And the only reason I end up switching and buying equipment and everything is because I got caught with the podcast bug, and I was like, no, I want this shit to sound fucking great. And there you have it. Yeah. Um, yo, on a, on a, on a, on a, before we get to your, your music picks and we do our, uh, matter of fact, go ahead and do your music pick. You, man, my music pick, uh, are you going to call him? Oh, yeah. Let me call this nigga Pete, man. Now be careful, because our first, Muddy burnt us on the first call. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Pete. This is the million dollar question. Pete, what's up, my brother? What's good with you, Jay? Hey, man, before you say anything, I want to let you know you live on a podcast right now, dog. So don't say nothing. Well. <laughs> yeah, man. Pete, this Dane. What up, though? What up, Dane? What's good, my G? Chilling. Hey, man, I didn't know you were told we're brothers. 
All this time for real? <laughs> That's what I said. Like, how? Look, Tone showed me some pictures of y'all on vacation. I just thought y'all was homies. Like, y'all was real cool. No clue. <laughs> No clue. <laughs> yeah, that's bro. Yeah. But look, man, we that. that's, that's crazy. So listen, dog, we uh we recording episode three hundred. You know what I'm saying? And for uh mm-hmm. most of these episodes, you know, yo, you rapping has been the beginning of the beginning of the uh every podcast. So we picking you as our music pick of the week, man. And I'm putting you on the spot just because I be doing wild shit like that. We about to play a full <laughs> song for you. What you want us to play? One of my songs, you're saying? Yes. Uh, ooh. Uh, dude. Oh, dang. I, I, told, I told Dang he was going to say that. We put the pressure uh, on him. Damn. Um, probably, um, I forgot the name of it. Um, on the free radio. Um, Questions? Yep. Bet. Yep. All right. Yeah. I go with yeah. it. That's fucking crazy because I figured you was gonna pick that song. That's what I wanted to play anyway. Yeah. P, P you just you just as biggest part of the show is me and Jay. You've introed us for well over two hundred weeks. We just wanted to call, shout you out, tell you we love you, we appreciate everything you done for us. And I feel betrayed now just finding out that you <laughs> and Tone are are blood family. I feel That's betrayed because somebody should have no. told me. We've told you man, plenty of times. <laughs> when, when your no, little cousin was up here, I told you, like, yo, this P cousin, he act like he just found that out today, too. So. I probably wasn't listening. Yeah. Um, yo, you weren't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> but I got an idea, man. I want to bring you on the pod. And, uh, and I got an idea, man, for you to bring you on the pod and shit, man. It's about time. Man, I'm with it, man. I, I appreciate it too. I love y'all too. Y'all know y'all both my bros, man. So, no, oh, man, we appreciate you. Love you, man. For sure. Love y'all too, man. I'll catch up with you. Peace. All right. All right, bet. All right, man. Listen, dog. This song, Questions, is actually one of my favorite songs, actually. This is a PDI production. Yeah, yeah. See me ride through the city lights, fresh with the fashions, blessed with the passion. The question I'm asking who's in control? God of the gold, the mighty dollar bill, the green kind that fold. Banks of the churches, Sunday service, or making large withdrawals to cash out your purchase. Purpose, what is it to be a better man, or get the cheddar man, or maybe both of them? It's a lot of rich preachers, do that mean that they hypocrites? He followed Jesus, but do we need them diamonds on his wrist? What if you found out T.D. Jakes was fake? Would you change face, or understand that it's man's mistakes? But you brought a Kelly album, after the fact that they didn't caught him on camera, sexing with a child in. But I guess he just a singer in the music biz, he ain't supposed to be perfect, but the bishop is. His heart beat the same way that he do and dear religious leaders i'm not trying to defend you because wrong is wrong in the eyes of jehovah if you dare bear his name you better be a true soldier why every time i'm doing bad i call on god god please just, just help me through the situation please soon as i get on i'm right back sending from the start Man, I, I repent god i'm sorry i'm sorry why the bad got it good and the good got it hard doing so good and i'm broke when the preacher speak of heaven man it seems so far See me ride through the city lights, fresh with the fashion, blessed with the passion, the 
question I'm asking. Who should we follow? Yahushua Muhammad, Allah God, Jehovah Yahweh, you're the prophets. As long as the pyramids stood on sand, they've been saying they was built by aliens, not men. Their brains can't conceive a race so intelligent. So they race them, make them look irrelevant. They can't figure it, a structure so intricate. Write them out of history, cause they pictures look niggerish. Illuminati trilateral commission, build a bird root, new world order, you listening? Bush took the throne with the skull and bones. Satellites and computer chips in your homes. I'm watching for the signs, changing of the seasons. Mass genocide, religion is the reason. Islam got bombed, the Jews got them too. Christians got the nuclear bomb, see how they do? I just sit back, waiting for my true king to come. The real hope, and standing at his side is his son. Well, every time I'm doing bad, I call him God. Woo. Shout out to Peter. I never heard this joint. I like that. Yeah, man. Uh, he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. I'm biased, but it is what it is. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. That's your homeboy. You're supposed to promote his shit like it's your shit. So shout out to the homie P. Hey, man, that's all I got. I think it is time for the benediction. It is, man. Uh, I just want to say before I go into this, you know, like on some genuine shit, y'all have been rocking with me for a long time through ups, downs, deaths, you know, my, my health scare. Like, even though I never meet or touch some of you all, you all have become my family. I appreciate everyone that, that listens to me, that, you know, takes time out of their day to listen to me and Jay. You have no idea how humbling of an experience it is and how good it feels to know that I can just touch your lives in a, in a way I never expected. This is your man, Dane, three underscores, three, one, three. At me on IG, on Twitter, same name. If you talk to me, I will talk back to you. I'm a real person. Yo, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. This is Shop Talk Podcast. The brand is strong. Many, many have come and gone. Some have been up, some have been down, some have had great runs. You know, some fizzled out before they really got started. But what's consistent is Jay and Dane. We are here 300 weeks in a row. God willing, we'll give you another 300. And you'll be right on with us when we get to that bag. Shop Talk Podcast is an army. Oh, man. Echo all those same sentiments, man. Uh, prior to me doing my sign-offs, I will just say, um, uh, you know, earlier this week, uh, there was a shooting, um, and two people were killed. A situation happened in a, at a, a liquor store, and um, somebody grabbed a crowbar, and a, and a guy shot. But it was an innocent bystander that was shot and killed, man. He was actually a part of my family, one of my cousins. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. And, um... Just a real unfortunate situation, man. And the other side of uh, like crime in a D and all these different pages to be talking about like local stuff. And you have you see all the comments and everything, and it's in there. Like these be real people um, who they family be here and seeing the different comments, and everybody got their theories about what happened in this. Uh, man, just outside go, coming from the store, don't got nothing to do with nothing and get killed as an innocent bystander. That's always tough, man. So I have a little compassion while y'all speaking, like on. Man, pray for people. Say something nice to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's just wild, man. You so know, I, I also want to give a shout out to my family, the Davis family, the McKeithen family. Went through some real recent losses. You know, pray for people, man. Pray, you, don't, you never know what people are going through, and a little bit of kindness and compassion can go a long way. And just keep all of us and each other in your prayers. That's a fact, man. And, man, just the love that uh, people have shown uh, via social media, via um, talking to me. It's people who I didn't even talk to in years, from middle school, from high school, that literally tune in and listen every day. It means the world to me, you know what I'm saying, for a brainchild, for me and Dame to 
to, to, to put together and, you know, to know that we didn't touch and change the world just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it means everything to me, man. And um, Y'all didn't give us flowers. Y'all gave us a garden. And we appreciate it. We appreciate it. So, uh, it's your man, Jay Johnson. Um, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but... We are Jay and Dan. Hell yeah. Peace. Yo, what up, dog? It's Nick Varsity, man. Shout out to Jay and Dame at the Shop Talk Podcast. Congratulations to you two brothers on 300 episodes. You feel me? Legacy is key. Longevity is key. And I just want y'all to continue to carry the torch, man. Y'all do it for the culture. Every episode, y'all bring in that uncut, unstepped on. You feel me? Peru, you feel me? I appreciate y'all brothers, man. Continue to do y'all thing, man. Continue to move forward, man. Move the culture forward. Move the minds forward. I appreciate y'all brothers. If you see the blue with the black, you know where the fuck you at. And we rolling just like that. Hey, y'all, this your girl, Jackie, a.k.a. Jay Beautiful, a.k.a. Too Smoothie, a.k.a. The Daddy Fucker, Somebody Step Mama, maybe Somebody Step Grandmama, representing for the plus-size queens. Girl, sit on that nigga face. Fuck you mean. Put me in a room with Nala, and I'll put that bitch in the collar. And if you ain't heard the names Jay and Dane, nigga, step out my way. You's a motherfucking lame. Let's go. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Jackie, a.k.a. hashtag give back to the D. I'm a longtime listener, and I've been waiting, and I do mean waiting, on an intro challenge. I'm only one person. I'm not that great, but I know y'all got so many great guests. So many people I've heard come through on your show. I would love to hear all of the intros. So I challenge y'all. I want to hear those intros. Let's take over internet and let people know who the fuck Shop Talk Podcast is. Because I know when you see the blue in the back, that's where we at. The corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite day, and a favorite reference of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Lotus. You can smell better than these four letters, thank God for them. And if you're speaking on them, you better say it right. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go.
Gentlemen, yes, I am dressed up because it's a special occasion. 300 episodes, man, that is a lot of weeks and that's a lot of commitment. Um, I just want to say congratulations to you two and thank you for amazing content. Thank you for sharing parts of you guys' lives. And just, I mean, thank you for just giving us something to do on early Saturdays. Um, I definitely wish you beyond 300 more. I can't wait to see what you guys got up next because I know it's going to do nothing but get bigger and better. So, love you, gentlemen. Peace out. Thank you.